0: Welcome to podcast 219 of 5 Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Matt and on this week's pod I'm joined by Dave, Doop, Joe and Mad. You've been upgraded, Mad. Welcome, gents. Yes.
1: Hello. Good evening.
0: Patrick is no longer with us. <laughs> it's, it's, it's your Irish cousin. No, he's in Spain. Chief. Well, Jose. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Back on <home. laughs> Pedro. Yeah, Pedro. Pedro. <laughs> 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 ah, so this week we'll of course be talking about the FM22 beta in the form of our save updates and we'll have a little discussion about what we're loving and loathing and there is a quiz at the end as per usual but let's let's jump right into um, our... Our beta saves. I'm assuming nobody's been sacked or given up by now. Um, David, close. Um, <laughs> as as you've been banging out the streams, we'll we'll start with you.
2: Yeah, I mean, you say that very very close to season one to potentially losing my job with uh with Wolves. Um, but I yeah, I've smashed through my first season. Um, started season two as well, but really really enjoying the game. And obviously, like you said, we'll talk about bits that I like and dislike a little bit more later. But yeah, it, it's, um, I was a little bit worried when I knew FM had dropped a little bit earlier than expected because I think I played so much of FM21, it got to about March, April, and I felt like like most of us, we needed to recharge the batteries, really. Um, so I was a little bit worried that I wasn't going to get back into the game, but I, I was very wrong with how quickly uh, I got into it, really. Um, Joe, do you, you want to make a point, sorry? Are you going to wait for me?
1: Oh, I was just interested in what you said about the uh, not getting sacked. I just wondered what turned it around. You, know, so you hadn't even got there yet. Okay, so, okay. You know, <laughs> no. you know, we might as well just <laughs> jump
2: in 2 feet. Uh, yeah, Faith. I mean, I, I was hoping that I was going to be able to talk about it before one of you dropped it, but yeah. Um, yeah, so basically, started off the season, I was ve- like, unlike many people, when the new game dropped, I just wanted to get through pre-season as quick as I could and just get into the competitive game. So probably within my first hour of playing. I was already ready ending league football, and um, so in terms of signings for Walls, I'd signed Sven Botman from Lille, who's someone that Walls w- were was linked with in real life. Uh, Dennis Zakaria from Munchen Gladbach, which I've seen a few people sign, looks a really really good central midfielder. Um, Tiago Tomas, who I had a lot of joy with uh, last year on Football Manager, um, but I started this season really, yeah, I'd say I'd say badly because. Um, I started with a back five system um, and we lost 2-1, I think, our first two league games. Um, But we just weren't creating many chances. I then switched to a 4-4-2 and I was knocked out of the Carabao Cup but won about three or four games on the bounce. But then all of a sudden lost about four or five games on the bounce and we were lurking towards the bottom of the table. Um, And it got to a point where I was a little bit worried that I was gonna, I was gonna lose my job, um, but then. Um, <laughs> my holiday.
1: What you done, Dave? Yeah, this on. this is the thing that you don't. You know, people are slagging you off. What you done is you mm. paid attention to your backroom staff. Jeez. So you bought in a new member of oh, staff. Yeah. You gave you great tactical yeah. advice. Yeah. Things moved. That's it.
2: Yeah. So we sw- we switched tactic. We went with the old the old Have faithful. Yeah. T- uh, Pav tick, yeah, yeah, big up Pav. Um, yeah, we we switched to the Old Faithful, a 4-3-3 formation, so back, flat back four to start with, with a defensive midfielder, two holding midfielders and three strikers. Um, It's a system I, I think I used, or at least the front three, is a, uh, the roles and situation I used last year when I did very well with Wolves. Um, uh, Just before then, anyway, before the transfer deadline day, we'd signed Ludovic as York. Uh, from Strauss-Borg, who's a six foot eight or six foot seven uh, French forward, uh, Javi Simmons from PSG as well, a young midfielder who I ended up loaning out. Uh, but I think it went to the ninety fifth minute of the first game with that tactic, and we scored a winning goal, um, which was mad because I thought, right, that takes a load of stress off our shoulders. And then from there on, really, we went on a really really strong run. I wasn't going to say it was immaculate um because there were games where if i if i went a man down i think that's something on this game that i need to try and learn how to combat because every time i've got a red card i've ended up losing by four or five goals this year um so that's something that i need to look at but instead of a 4 with the dm i pretty much played a 4-3-3 with attacking midfielder so it was it was like four players uh going forward really but in the end I finished uh fourth in the league. It's a Champions League football in that first season. In the January window especially sp- ended up spending quite a bit of money. Tiago Almada, an old FM favorite ended up coming in. Uh, Mukhtar Diekaby, the Valencia center back um ended up coming in. Alex Teles on loan from United and Benoit Badia Joe's taught me how to pronounce that surname. Uh came in from Monaco, but most interestingly with the outs, really, Newcastle spent an absolute... They were quite cautious in the summer window, but spent an absolute fortune in the January. They gave me about £60 million in sales for two of my players and Newcastle actually ended up going down. They spent about £180 million in the end in that January window and they went down. Who
0: did you um, sell them?
2: So, <laughs> yeah, they've got, they've got some good... I don't know how they've started actually uh, the second season, but I've started the second season now, strengthened in a lot of areas, mainly young Up and coming players, some of the wonder kids that I've seen in in particular, Lorenzo Luca, who I know a lot of people have mentioned, uh, looks phenomenal. Unfortunately, I can't get him a work permit at the moment. Um, Just bolstered the strength and and depth. I've needed to get English players in for the Champions League because I'm no, to be honest, I'm worried about the Champions League. I don't think I'm going to have a complete squad for that just due to the amount of foreign players. I've got Castrovilli, who's a favourite of dupers, come in. Uh, Benjamin Sesko from Salzburg, who's another wonderkid striker. Yusuf Demir, Barcelona didn't sign him. Van der Voort. So it's like a it's like a clan stream. This is the amount uh, of wonderkids that I'm signing. But um, yeah, it's two wins, two losses. I think to start the season. Um, but really, really enjoying it, as you could probably tell with how long I've just rambled on for.
3: That Lorenzo Luca, Dave. I had him at Palermo. I only found out yesterday. Um, he would have been in my starting eleven, like my starting squad. So when I first took over. Uh, I didn't notice how fucking tall he is, six foot seven. Yeah, well,
2: that's that, that's why I, I don't know. if We'll probably talk about it more later. The, the heading on this game, I don't know. It's far post, near post, crosses and stuff. I think people are having a lot of joy with, and that's what Ludovic is York, for me probably didn't score as many goals as I wanted him to, but still scored a good amount. Um, and I, I, that's why I looked at this Luca at the age of twenty one, six foot seven, already on my save sixteen finishing eighteen heading. 18 determination so he's going to grow quite quickly as a player so I'm hoping six months or a year out on loan and I should be able to get him a work permit but I'm not too sure yet but there's a couple of good players that I'm looking forward to using so I've signed these tall players in before by full release headings nerfed anyway.
0: I've noticed so I've seen quite a few of your, your streams and, and a lot of there's a lot of pinball at the back post that is then finished off by someone
2: yeah, I mean, there was. I think uh, I don't know if we mentioned it on the on the last uh, last podcast. There was one that from the start of that first season in particular was when we crossed it in, and like I think Joe had seen it as well when Azure had headed it back across goal to finish it in, which was quite smart. Um, but I think if you if you're pretty clued up or you've seen a lot of social media or watched a lot of videos, a lot of the set pieces, are, if you if you can get the right system, are very powerful again. Um, so big players big defenders as well in in and around the box and you can score a, a big amount of goals i've seen not particularly in my save but i've seen in other saves center back scoring hat-tricks in games center back scoring the double figures in seasons which i'm sure joe will talk about as well um so but i suppose you know right now for the first 2 or 3 weeks of the game it's a, a lot of fun to get us back into the game I, I don't mind it too much it's when it's when those sort of things go against me that's when i'll start to get frustrated i think
4: you just made me realise Dave there when you were talking about the work permit th- this is the first version where Brexit is obviously done so there's no you know when you you were starting saves before you could get different types of outcomes but obviously it's I haven't re- heard anyone really talk about it um, yeah. it's nice that you don't have to, oh. well it, it's a
0: problem I suppose for work permits but at least well, so you don't have the uncertainty year as well, last year was already defined as what was happening
1: I think was
4: it, was, was it, was it the same in every not, yeah every not same? when you
1: started the save though was it because it didn't kick in until January yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so it was. It was yeah. in there. It was defined with a points based system, but it's all. It's it's very lenient towards footballers, isn't it? So it's mm. it's only if you're trying to sign someone that isn't internationally proven, like Dave, that you'll struggle to get a work permit. But even in Dave's in, inbox item, it says, "And um, after a loan move, he'll be pretty much guaranteed a work permit."
2: Yeah, I think with non-European players, it's a lot easier. But then I had a, a little pocket of money left at the end of the window and. Um, I'm pretty sure most people are aware with Wolves, they have like a board expectation to sign Portuguese players and I hadn't really signed any Portuguese players. So I thought, oh, with this pot of money, I'll sign a lot of young Portuguese players, bolster my 23s team and if I can make a profit on them, great. But it got to a point where I'd already, like I've already spoke about, I've bolstered my first team with under 21 players. There's a limit now on under 21 players you can sign f- from abroad. Um, so I could only really sign one or two players to bolster my under 23s, which I didn't mind too much. Um, but at the same time, that's one thing people have got to be cautious with now. I think it's six players for the, for a season. Yeah, it was so the same like, last yeah. year as well. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I don't think I ever sort of come up against that last year, but in particular this year, six players under 21 from abroad in one season, Um, which sounds a lot, but by the time you've, you, you know, you've strengthened... um. Things you have it's to just a be a difficult. lot more
0: selective over who you're actually bringing in, like you, yeah, you're uh, yeah, wasting, exactly wasting a slot on something it's very much like your your non EU slots in Italy. Mm-hmm. What, well, that's what I did. I'm
2: pretty much on paper, I have wasted a minute because I've said, All right, I'll, I'll buy two or three players from my 23s, so I've lost that now. And if it comes to January and I'm desperate for a young player or a player that happens to be under 21 to add to my team, I'm a little bit stuffed, but yeah, so far, really, really enjoying the game uh, a lot more than I expected. So, uh, yeah, hopefully, long may it continue.
0: Well, because alphabet, let's move on to dupe.
3: I uh, yeah, of course, sorry. I don't know my alphabet yeah.
1: <laughs> United. He re- Second. rearranges the spaghetti in different
0: orders.
3: <laughs> <laughs> He'll be writing some language. Yeah, i got dyslexic, mate. Yeah, I'm, it's fine. Uh, United, yeah. Uh, strange, really strange. Um, last year, I was so adamant that number 10s were, were the thing, and and uh, jumped straight in and 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 just kind of set up a system of the you know the 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 old four two three one gegenpress because because that's the thing turns out it's not I just couldn't get number ten to work so um, I really struggled first half of the season dropped in the league quite quite a lot to be fair had a lot of injuries uh, we've had quite a lot of injuries uh, latter part of the season I kind of I started a Napoli save offline and I brought that system over. Uh, I dropped that number 10 back into, DM, into the DM role and things just started clicking. Uh, we went on first season to win the Cowboy Cup, beat Arsenal on extra time. Won the FA Cup, beat Arsenal on extra time. And then we won the Champions League as well against Bayern Munich. It was a really good game to be fair. Uh, but we did come fourth in the league behind, but possibly the three worst teams to come behind. Uh, Leeds, Man City and Liverpool. <laughs> we came fourth yes. to them. Um, which isn't great. So I decided that I wanted to mix up the systems. You know me, I like to try something a little bit different. Uh, So I've gone for a three-at-the-back system with defensive wingers, because I've never used them before. And I've been really enjoying wingers, but we'll talk about that in a bit. But um, I've got a DM in front, two mid-centre midfielders, and then two uh, advanced forwards. Uh, And we're just in pre-season at the moment, just about to start the season soon. Bought a load of guys in, because you know me, I love to spend money. Never got any, but I like to spend it. Um, We sold every man and his dog. I I managed to get like 60 million for Scott McTominay. 60 million for Scott McTominay. But to be fair, uh, Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at him in game, right, I've just clicked on him now. He's, he's just signed for Arsenal. Uh, I tell a lie, it was 50 million. His in game value now is 253 million. What? <laughs> but he's re- he's got some really good attributes, but it's he's Scottish, so it's invalid to me. Are you um, too, sure it's not the range and it says like you know one to two hundred and fifty-three million? <laughs> no, it says two hundred and thirty-one million to two hundred and
0: fifty three
3: million. Uh I sold Donny van der Beek, Alex Tellez, Fred, um and this was all kind of uh, Twin Zabie as well. Twin Zabie went to, to Real Madrid. This is on top of everyone that I sold last year. Yeah. I managed to bring in Bastoni for my left-sided centre-back. Uh, I needed a defensive winger, so I went for Theo Hernandez from uh, AC Milan. That was quite fun. Uh, I brought in Sam Johnson, the goalkeeper, because I need a backup goalkeeper. SMS and Declan Rice. But I think the, the best one that I brought in, uh, which I put on Twitter, uh, was we were able to bring Camavinga in. Um, And he broke my bank because we had to write a check to Real Madrid for 4.8 million. Um, After, obviously, the season before going IRL for 21 million, or 29 million, I should say, we brought him in for 4.8 million. Um, He played 25 games for Real Madrid, just like he did. It's not like he didn't play. Um, But yeah, he's come over to us. So we are pretty stacked, to be fair. We've got a very good 11, Um, we've got quite a good backup as well. We've been trying to do spits with Jaden Sancho. I think he's the one that I've struggled with the most to get anything out. of. I've been quite cons- um, persistent with him. It obviously shows it's pretty good to real life because he's not on greatest form right now. I've tried him as a winger, inverted winger on the right hand side um, last season with the with the, the system we were running. I actually started training him as a Mazala because he had really good attributes for all that role. Uh, he just didn't have kind of the knowledge on how to play it. And when we played him there, he he was getting his best average ratings uh, for, from the season. But now it looks like we are going to just probably look at making him that defensive winger on the right-hand side long-term. Um, but yeah, it's it's different. We're trying to do something different. It's interesting to see how it will work. Um, we've got some really good players. and We should, should maybe try and get that league, league win back or the league title back to Manchester United for what felt like... Flipping forever, to be fair. Yeah, it's been
4: it's been good. Does it feel good Duke, living in a world where Scott McTominay is worth 50 million and Camavinga is worth 4.7? <laughs> um
3: normal. you're only yeah. I don't do to be fair, like to give him credit, I'm just looking at Scott McTominay's attributes now. Like physically, absolutely amazing. Nothing under 14. Um he's got tops of at 18 stamina, good strength, he's six foot four. Uh great aggression, great bravery, really good determination. Um he's got everything apart from vision. If he had more better vision, he'd be an absolute brilliant, like all round centre midfielder. But he's got nine vision. It's like the fucker does everything with his eyes shut. Um <laughs> apart from that, he's he's grand. So he's probably kind of warranted a little bit. If he if I showed you the attributes, you probably wouldn't guess it was Scott McTominay. Let's put it that way. Lovely, Joseph. You have been
0: well whittling away quite rapidly at the debt at Barcelona.
1: Have we had any swear words yet?
0: Um, I don't think so. Not proper
1: ones. I think so, I said drumming. fucking shit. All oh, right. Oh. oh, there we go. Um, yeah, <laughs> Barcelona, fucking club, man. Doing my head in. Um, it's been been interesting though, kind of playing with their finances um by the time the pod comes out obviously I've done season the first season is finished um and I'll kind of do the numbers if you don't turns out if you don't spend any money and you get rid of a load of deadwood you start the next season with a bank balance of about 300 million so they they can still generate some money that club um the Coutinho saga is finally over uh he's gone to he's gone to Zenit for no transfer fee and it cost me 74 grand a week so I'm, I'm all over that. The problem is Atletico Madrid didn't take up their option on Griezmann. So 650 uh, grand a week. Um, oh. Wolves didn't take up their option on Trincao. So 130 grand a week. Idiots. test didn't have an option to buy it on Pjanic. So he's come back. He's on 105 grand a week. Um, all three of the Chiefs, I'm going to leave. Me and Grizzy, as Miles refers to him, is... uh having a bit of beef. He doesn't want to leave. He wants to prove me wrong. And I'm like, I don't really care. If you're not on 150 grand a week, I don't want you in the club. Trincao feels like I'm bullying him. And Pjanic just doesn't want to leave at all. So I'm, I'm still working. I've still got probably about six to eight weeks left to try and get them out of the club. So we'll work on that. Um, Busquets has gone. So one of the kind of stalwarts of that. Um, Guardiola. Guardiola. Era, um, two hundred and thirty grand a week. He was thirty three and he wanted a new contract. He wanted four hundred grand a week at thirty three. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> yeah, so he, he swiftly he's gone to Zenit as well. Strangely, um, Jordi Alba, another one on big money. It's gone. Um, he went to Tottenham. I think Arsenal were the club that came into him. And he ended up joining Tottenham. Idiot. Um. <laughs> I'm just trying to think I think that's pretty much the big money oh, and titty I forgot about that chief he's gone out on loan to France and they're paying quite a lot of his wages. I can't remember it might be i can't, i'd have to I'm gonna have to check but he's he's definitely gone to France on loan they're paying a big contribution of his wages, so that's pretty much all of the kind of big money wages um and people that have kind of a bit of an issue have now left the club so i've just got those three that have come back from loan they need to go and then i'll probably have gone from 3.7 million a week down to about 2.2 million a week which is which is, we, we was running about 2.6 all of last season with the loans that were out and things like that and then it go went up obviously because griezmann come back um it's it like 800 something grand just for those three players a week um <clears throat> How did we do? I'm just trying to think now. Uh, Won the league, even though I hadn't played Coutinho, I hadn't played any of those players. Um, Won it on head-to-head against Real Madrid. So (laughs) I think it was 88 points apiece. Um, I did actually beat Real Madrid four games before the end of the season. And then the next game, the game crashed. Not saying it's the game's fault, obviously, but um, went back and I had to play the Real Madrid game again and I drew. So... I still won the league on the head-to-head, so it's not a problem. But, you know, I would, I would like to think that I would have won it by two points. Um, but weirdly, I think it was in England. I think Man City won the league on head-to-head against Man United. And in Italy, they went to head-to-head as well. So was, there was three leagues where they were oh, right. all... I was talking to Doop in Discord as I was playing. That was it, and into they, an AC as well, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was kind of like they they Ooh. all finished head to head like all the leagues only had like a point between them if if any at imagine all. if that happened in real life i'd be mad they're close
2: it? rivals as well yeah mad
1: so that was that was good one a couple of the domestic cups as well like the, the barcelona team itself is still good enough you know especially playing in in spain you know other than real madrid you can beat everybody um well you can beat real madrid as well but it's not <laughs> it's not terribly difficult with that team the problem you've got He's obviously, when you're playing the younger players and things like that, It's like, I wasn't playing Busquets because I didn't want to be paying him. He's already on 230 grand a week, but then he's on 70 grand appearance fee. I was like, I didn't want to pay him the appearance fee. So I wasn't playing him. Um, Obviously, Coutinho was there, wasn't playing him. So I weren't playing those big players. Even Aguero. Hardly played Aguero. Um, I signed um, Augustine uh, Alvarez from Penarol and put him in. As like the number nine striker, and he took a little while to get going, and then probably about midpoint of the season, he, he found his shooting boots, and he he was just banging them in from everywhere. So that was that was a good little signing. Um, the player that won won the player of the year was Memphis. Um I've kept him. I thought he's not on city money, and I'm kind of like, well, he'll he's all right to have that. It's, he's not an excessive player, but he got 29 assists, I think. Um But I was playing him as an inverted winger on the right-hand side, on his favoured foot, and he was absolutely brilliant. On the left-hand side, I had Ansu Fati, he was terrible. I tried him as a, a a winger, inverted winger, inside forward, tried him uh, with his own personal instructions. I just could not get him to play very well. I played him as an advanced forward a couple of times, and you know he scored a couple of goals. He's playing for Barcelona, of course, he's going to score a few. but he wasn't, compared to Memphis on the other side, like, I couldn't get him to perform at all. Put in um, Demir a couple of times, um, and there's a there's a young lad that I was playing towards the end of the year, and I can't remember what his name is. I will remember for the next pod. Ak- Akromowicz He's one of the youngsters in the under-19s, but he's going to be spicy. Um, but they performed it's really well Akramak. in that position. Akramak, that's it. Um He he played really good. So it was like it was it was fatty. It wasn't because they were playing well. Whenever they played, they were getting high average ratings. They were they were taking part in the match. Fatty's, I just could not get him to perform. Um, so we'll have a look at that. But yeah, that was, uh, who else didn't I play? I can't remember now, but the, the team is young and there's, they've got some good, good talents. Nico is like my Sergio Busquets replacement. Obviously you got Pedri, you've got Gavi. They've all played, you know, plenty of games now. They've all been recontracted. I have just lost um, the best player from my youth um, recruitment that came in he's 15 he wanted 15 grand a week <laughs> oh. when it as soon as he turned professional Once I, every year of his age I had one negotiation with him and his agent pulled out and then Paris Saint-Germain have got him for 1.5 million and oh, I mean he, he looks spicy but I'm kind of like well do you know what fuck yeah whatever we move Um. Obviously, yeah, got bundles bundles of money in the bank account now. Obviously, the debt will still take years to pay off, but we're going to still look to get rid of obviously these higher wage players and kind of get it a bit more under control. Um, I made one business decision. Um, It's cost me four hundred grand a week, but Kylian Mbappe is coming, so (laughs) I'm, I'm looking at shirt sales, goals. You know, I think it was a good investment. If Griezmann had stayed at Atletico Madrid, if <laughs> um, Trincao had stayed at Wolves, and it was kind of when they, I was expecting, them. I'm thinking 35 million for Griezmann. I think it was 34 million, is it for Trincao, Dave? I can't remember. I'm thinking like, that's not mega money. They both averaged over like 7.2 for the whole season ratings or something. Would well, have performed well for their clubs that surely they're going to buy them. No, nope. it literally ticked over July the 1st. They've all returned from loan. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I've now got Mbappe coming in as well. So then I've gone from like running about two point six million a week; it's, back it's to gone three, up to like really. three point eight. And I'm like, oh my, oh my god, this is a mess. I've, I've like cocked up here. I'm thinking like Mbappe on a free transfer. I was thinking he's going to want like six, seven hundred grand a week, and I negotiated him down to four hundred. Yet Liverpool, Real Madrid, like all the teams were in for him, and he chose to come to Barcelona. And it was something that I'd said to Dave a few times: bribe the agent know and it and it definitely works you know pay the agent the money you want to get him on a lower contract give the agent plenty of dosh and it's funny how he signed for me and i guarantee you like real madrid liverpool they must have been offering more money because he wanted i think it was 570 grand or something like that a week he wanted and i got him on 400 grand a week and i was thinking like with all those players i'm getting rid of in my mind i was going busquets and alba are going out that's going to be like 500 grand if i'm getting for 400 grand I've got a world class player for no transfer fee for a hundred grand less than I was paying two old farts that I wasn't playing. Mm. So that that was how I'd kind of had it in my head and I was thinking well Griezmann will be going da 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 but it's gonna be Memphis Mbappe, and Bappe and Fatty, I like my front three, and I'm like, Yeah, that's
2: nice. <laughs> <laughs> how did you get on moving on uh, players like Braithwaite and did you have Luke Diong as well? Uh, Luke, Luke Dion's on loan.
1: He was oh, on loan, and he uh, he set in the B team all year. Didn't think <laughs> he's not on mega money anyway. But I just you can't you couldn't terminate his loan, so he just went to the B team. Um, Braithwaite, I terminated his contract right at the start. It was just wasn't going to play him. He's on hundred cent grand a week, big appearance, big goal, and I'm like, well, you are not going to play. So nobody nobody wanted him, so I just got rid. I was like, I've just cut my losses. Uh, obviously, all of the. All of the scouting team got rid of all my scouts, so got rid of everything like that because I wasn't. I'm not planning on buying anybody. And if you're Barcelona, realistically, you're only going to be buying big name players. um So I was like, I don't need scouts. So again, got rid of that. Cleared out the B team of pretty much any of the the old shites. um So that was very like very streamlined in terms of cost. Your wage budget is actually only your first team and your under 19s. But I was still doing it for the B team as well, under 19s again just got rid of a lot of players that were i didn't see any potential in the under 19s so i just i sold them or loaned them out anyone that was selling i was just adding in like 40 percent profit of next sale so if anybody you know does turn out to be good and they get sold i should pick up a few quid from that as well this save has legs joe is it's
4: gonna last beyond the 9th of november
1: probably not um it's more about what i was doing you know it's just it was something to kind of get my teeth into the game play around with the finances see what you can do if you got rid of the players can the younger players kind of take take the reins which they have done um i don't it's something that you might i might play it depends what the team's like and you know if you the problem is you start wanting to build better team rather than going i just want to not spend money and you know ultimately it's not my money so i don't really care but it's it was more about the principles that can be used in lots of other people's saves you know i know obviously on the pod and people like that people always ask us about different you know, different questions and how to do things and you know when dave's streaming i'm always telling him off for not being you know not <laughs> playing the game properly um and it's just it's, it's the principles are the same like if you want to save money or, or you don't want to be spending as much money there's, there's certain things you can do um, just having some principles to put in place. And obviously, you start at one of the biggest clubs in the world, you know, and you can do that the same thing anywhere.
2: I'm going to say, Joe, I sort of hinted at it earlier in terms of players that two finished as your top goal scorer for the season.
1: Oh, my penalty taker, yeah, Gerard Piquet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he on. was, you've got definitely um, front post corners are still strong I, I wouldn't say he scored a lot um but he scored i think he scored eight or nine penalties um didn't really have a good penalty taker in, in the squad and he's just had like good composure and his penalty i think he's like he's 12 or 13 for penalty taking so i stuck him on that and then obviously when you've got tricky players like memphis fatty Pedri, that you win penalties um and he was Cool as a cucumber. The only person that actually missed a penalty this year was Agüero. He missed. A, he missed the penalty that then put us in to a penalty shootout. Was he against Real Madrid? I can't remember. I'll have to look again. Um, but he missed the penalty in the game. It was 0 nil. We went to went to extra time. Stayed nil nil. And then went to penalties. And then luckily, we won on penalties. And it was Augustin Alvarez who scored the winning penalty. Who is he? Looks like he could be one of those kind of South American wonder kids that doesn't, a bit like a Rezo. You know, a Rezo, you look at him and you go, he doesn't look fantastic, but he's, he plays really well. His movement's really good. Like he's always on the shoulder of the last man. Um, he just needs to finish his dinner a bit more, you know, a little bit more composure and he'll, he'll be there. Lovely stuff. Oh, hang yeah. on. We've got oh, one more. I made one a fantastic more. signing last night. Oh, I was talking to do about this. <laughs> it's one for Raz. If, if Rez ever listens to him, he'll love this. Um I sold the I think Uruguayan centre half. Is it a Ar- Areo or something Arayo, like that? Yeah. Um sold him for sixty million to Arsenal. He Happy wanted day. to go sixty million, you know, lovely jubbly. Happy um day. and I thought, do you know what? I've got PK. Um I bought one of the guys through from the B team to play um centre half as well. Eric Garcia's there, and he's he's actually shit, but I've kept him there. He's not on big money, so I thought, you know, it doesn't doesn't hurt to keep him as a backup centre half. And um obviously, I, I looked through my shortlist of out-of-contract players. I'd been keeping an eye. I tried to get Sula from Bayern Munich to come in on a free, but he ended up going to Liverpool. Um, and some of the other centre-halves that were on there went to clubs because, obviously, I wasn't offering big money because I'm trying to be sensible. So I found myself kind of going, I probably need a centre-half. Had a quick look through as who was out of contracts. Um, so I bought a big man in on trial, James Tarkovsky. <laughs> Bought him in for, first something. friendly that he played as a trialist, scored a goal. So yeah. offered him a contract. <laughs> um, went to, I'll, I'll try, obviously, his trial expired and then I went back in, offered him a contract. His agent asked for a four year contract uh, oh. on like 70 grand a week. I've got him on a one year contract with a 15 game like, tr- uh, extension mm-hmm. trigger um, on 38 grand a week. So, and you, act, if you actually look at again, similar to McTominay, if you look at his attributes, he's a solid centre half. And I'm thinking, well, he's only ever going to play in La Liga. You know, he's, we we spend more time attacking than we do defending. So I'm like, he's for thirty eight grand a week. I'm like, I'll have him for a year. Why not? Loan loan That's him city right. out to somebody else who's arguably a better centre half, and get in James Tarkovsky. That's a. Uh... Joe's finances
0: one oh one There, I think, <laughs> yeah. really, like, I, I, I don't know how you find the motivation to carry on playing, like, really, because you fixed a club within a year. <laughs> I know you've got kind know, of, of, yeah, because you've got a long way to go. Like, if you really wanted to completely absolve all debt, but even then, like, the in terms of like the way because you're so massively underspending the amount of money they're giving you per season. You're able to just. I, I. I can see how it would get potentially more difficult, like because, um, obviously the you brought an Mbappe, but you're never you're not always going to be able to get frees that are worth as much as Mbappe is. No. So it. it you'll, there'll be feast and famine when it comes to certain transfer
1: windows, I'd imagine. Yeah, and I think, like May was saying, will it last past November ninth? Probably not, because it is like it's Barcelona. It is easy to turn that club around just by getting rid of some of the, the players that you know are crippling the club financially and it's you know, it's not yeah. the players well you know in real life the the club have offered them those deals you know some like you know we look at pk who took a wage reduction when you actually start the save there's five or six players that've got um i basically when i go on the squad view i've got one that's got the player promises and when you highlight it it basically says we'll accept being transfer listed and it's like the big name players as well so they've kind of, the players like PK who took the wage reduction, I think Pedri's on there. Um, there's it's five or six players are, will, would accept being transfer listed to help the club financially. I thought it was quite a nice little feature that they had in there that the players were already ready to go. But I think after the, when the main save comes out, obviously myself and Duke are going to be um, doing the price of football derby, um, which should be interesting. But I think I'll be doing Second division Spain to start, but I will do one of these um, kind of finance recoveries for a lower league. I, I'm, I'm thinking I could do South End again. I was going to say South End, being seems like it's in the National League now, possibly. Um, I might do it somewhere totally obscure because I know there's always one guy that says go and do it at fucking Canvey Island that or something band. like that and he can <laughs> suck my rod.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Canvey Cam- Cam- Island, are they still going or do they go bust? I don't know, mate. In the rides still around no one goes there <laughs> Matt we'll move on to you
4: yes I can be uh, mine is pretty quick Matt because I've not done a huge amount I'm kind of buying time until the night, uh, for the full release but I think I mentioned it last week on the pod I was going to give um, give a season at Mallorca a bit of a go so um, we fired that up at the weekend I actually did it on a stream which is something I don't often do so um, <laughs> I streamed on Saturday for the first time since December last year so um Looking forward to next year again. Um, but the reason I, I like, it, it was interesting. Um,
1: <laughs> Bring on 2022. He's taken immersion to a next level. He's in Spain now. So it yeah, yeah. <laughs> fly over,
4: say hello. Um, but Joe, like it's interesting, Joe, you talked about Fatty there. He couldn't get anything out of him. One of the reasons I um, went for Mallorca was because I'm a big fan of Lee Kang-In. I had him last year in FM20 and he's outrageous and no matter what position i've played him left right inverted winger inside forward he's been absolute dog shit i mean like 6.3 average rating after 14 games i have to play him i don't have anybody else um but he's had like two assists no goals we signed arazo um and like on the i suppose on the same idea Joe that he would be playing off the shoulder and scoring goals but nobody's giving him any like nobody's creating the chances for him so between him and the other guy, Kubo, who's on loan from Madrid, he's also been shit. So I'm, um, I'm actually tempted to go down the dupe line of things and abandon abandon wingers completely um, because it's just not working. The only shining light has been um, uh, that signing that Ronaldo recommended, which was um, his name is Branko Van den Boomen, centre half. Uh, sorry, centre mid. He has been amazing as a as a DLP. He has um, scored three goals and three assists in ten games and he got player of the month just just gone in October. Um, so like the save started really well. We played four games on stream, one, two and drew two. And then I did the usual thing that I shouldn't have, which was shut the game down and then load up <laughs> the next day. And it's been just kind of going downhill since we were hanging around eighth for a while, a couple of wins here and there. And then I played a few games today, lost three in a row and shut it down again. And we're about 11th in the league at the moment. Um, but as i said it's just uh, kind of a, a season to kind of tick me over i might do a quick um blog post once i finish the season um so the save isn't going well but i'm loving the game let's go with that match how's that
2: <laughs> one one thing i'd say mad keep an eye out and it, it's interesting obviously you've got lee kang in there uh and when i managed walls i had wanky Chan. we didn't really use as much as probably i should have done mm. I, I haven't ended up signing him um, but I had the season review, like the, the thing that pops up that you can run through, he had the shirt sales and stuff, and he was never mentioned in that. But after I finished that and you get it as a separate news article, Hwang Chan made over a million pounds just off his shirt sales. No way. So I reckon Lee Kangin will be a similar sort of thing, just obviously due to where he's from, obviously in, in South Korea and the popularity mm. over there at the end of the season, well, throughout the season, I bet you will make quite a bit of money off him. Um, And if you're playing him more, you might do, because I barely... Gave Juan Gui a kick at the ball, so yeah, like I, I to, have to, to play. It.
4: To be honest, I mean, he's he's arguably still one of the best players at the club, um, on mm. paper, but maybe it's my tactics, mate, or maybe it's just I don't know, he's just, it's just not fitting in. Can't seem to get any goal contributions out of him, and it's really, it's really a fucking pain in the arse, to be honest. Um, but we'll figure it out. The only other signing then, Dave, was Max Kilman. I told you that. That was a that was a lovely yes. one. Yes. Um, but he's been absolute <laughs> dog shit as well. So we're just Aubrey. going into January, and I've agreed. <laughs> f- I've agreed a fee for Nat Phillips from Liverpool because we've no money. I only got a million. So we're going to bring in uh, Nat Phillips from Liverpool and give him a go, and maybe push Kilman out to the left.
0: Um, so that's it. Brave, brave decision there. Potentially, um, in terms of my save, I've actually made a decision of what save I was going to go yes. for um, after being indecisive about it last week and it was kind of made for me um, so did the usual sim to the 6th of November just to see what team I would have potentially got if I was to do this Alex Ferguson challenge and it was Leeds who was the other option I was going to play with so um, that is what I'll be starting with, I haven't actually pressed continue yet, so shock horror um, I think about 4 or 5 hours in uh, I have been doing it's not more than just poking around so to speak um, Analyzed the squad. Basically, I didn't want to put everyone through me clicking buttons for six hours on stream, and also the fact that my voice is currently still a myth. So, um, I've been through the data hub to look. But I think from everyone, everyone else's, or everyone else's saves that I've watched either on Twitch or or seen posts on Twitter, Leeds have done really well. And for some for some reason, I'm trying to work out why they are in nineteenth. Um, but they've had an absolute shocker. They've they've scored seven goals. By November, seven.
2: They finished Which two points outside of the uh, fifth on my save.
0: Exactly. I've, I've really seen everyone else's. They've well. they've been sort of close closing in uh, they've at least qualified for the Europe, if not better. Yeah. Uh, third so, save, right? so I was wondering if there's been like a major injury that sort of caused them, and they haven't really had any like huge ones. I've got a couple that I've sort of inherited, but that's about it. Um squad depth wise, it they they're, they're I think that might be a bit of an issue. They don't have a huge amount of players. I think they've only got 26 in total registered in the main squad. And it's not massively deep either. So pick up a couple of injuries um, and I think there could be a few problems. But I've, I've been poking around in the data hub to try and you know ascertain as to why things haven't been working. Um, or at least make assessments on where I need to strengthen or what things I need to focus on but the goals but defensively they've been absolutely fantastic at attack, uh, defensively um, the tackling and interception statistics are off the chart, they're the best in the league um, in terms of tackles made as well as successful tackles made so defensively I don't think I have anything to worry about, I think it's getting things going at the other end um, and I do think they lack a creative form of midfielder, they've, they've got lots of midfielders who do the same job Um, which is breaking up play. And I think the most creative player in terms of like vision and ability to actually pass is Calvin Phillips. So I'm looking to try and get the best out of him. Tactically, I'm... uh, This is all theoretical. Not played a game yet. So who knows what the (laughs) fuck this is going to actually do when I actually start playing. But three at the back because I want wide centre-backs. With I'm going to have Stuart Dallas playing on the right, um, but playing him as an inverted... Wing back cutting in, so then I can have um, Diego Llorente overlapping as a wide wide centre mid uh, center, central defender um, to provide the crosses instead. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. I ju- I just want to see the movement. I I I wasn't quite. They don't have the depth at centre half to be able to play a libero. Otherwise, I'd have been going on for like some crazy double central midfield pivot that drops deeper, like play more double double half backs with all Of the central defenders like splitting out, I thought it'd be quite interesting and it would be basically peak. Um, be on steroids to have something crazy like that going on. Um, but yeah, goals at the other end are a must. And I'm sort of eyeing up a few options for uh, for January. I've got about 10 million to spend as and when we reach the, the window, so yeah, it's been very much a set up the save sort of period. I do have, I've gone through and corrected staff issues because some of it's been a mess so yeah when I actually do start streaming it you have all of that to miss aren't up you please. up the streams, up yeah. the streams. well let's move on then to the main section the main thing, as we're calling it which is love and loathe this week um, which we've all sort of given one thing we like and one thing we don't like uh, with FM22 so far uh, having had sort of a the best part of well, just over a week now of, of actually being able to play the game and, and experiencing it in anger and maybe in happiness as well if we're Dave um, so uh, let's let's go around the room and we'll let's do loves first and then we'll, no no let's get the negativity out of the way and we'll finish on a positive note before the quiz, we'll do it that way right, um, Dave alphabet reasons obviously yes. what is your least favourite part of FM22 so far?
2: Well, like I said earlier, there's been very little that I sort of dis- dislike about the game, to be fair. Um, and I know it's a bit of a meme and some people might not like it uh, that I bring this up. But it's, for me, the how the new gens look, or the new gens or the, the new gen staff. Uh, Can I you feel, please
0: refer to it as it's been written in the script, please?
2: Okay, in the script it's put, new gens have dusty trims and pipe cleaner
3: pubes. <laughs> But
2: I don't understand how a game
3: somebody just explain what a pub is. Um, when
1: he pulls out his teeth, off he's being your (laughs) mum. Actually,
2: Joe, my mum's
3: shaving down there, so okay, whatever. (laughs) I know, know? (laughs) um,
2: no, but genuinely, I think for dad's pubes If I'm, oh, I'm cut this it. bit out, uh, <laughs> leave the mothers out yeah. of it. Yeah. If I'm completely honest, I think that, and I'm not sure how they've gone very downhill on how they they look. Um, it it's, it you'd expect them to improve year after year, but this for me has probably been the worst that they've ever been, especially since they changed to this sort of uh, new gen face style. Um, and I know. Obviously, you know, we've spoken about it in the past. A lot of people used last year and the year before the chilled moose new gen face back and sort of picked and choose what they wanted. And I think Zealand brought uh, sort of a regenerated face back out as well. And th- those sort of things have got to. You, well, I, I would have thought those sort of things would have almost spurred SI on to actually put a little bit more time into this. Um, and we know of chilled moose now is working a little bit with SI, and I don't know what her job is. I don't think her job is going to be solely dedicated to this. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm very it's very picky. But like I said, I haven't got a lot bad to say about the game. But they they're not fantastic. And maybe by the full release, they may have sorted them out. But they do look crap,
1: if I'm honest. To be fair, like he, although we take the piss and other people take the piss about you talking about hairstyles and stuff in the game, <laughs> the way things look does matter to people. You know, course, you look at yeah. what happened to Pez this year with eFootball, it's literally it's everywhere, isn't it? How they've mm. like ruined what players look like. And for some mm. people they like there's there's lots of people out there that will play the game, vanilla, you know, no badges, logos, you know, kits, anything like that. And they they're more than happy to do it. But there's lots of people that like modding the game off their own back, adding them bits in to make make it look and feel how they want it to do. So when you have got dusty trims and, and pipe cleaner pubes, you know, it's the kind of thing that people look at it and go, it's "Just, it's a bit off-putting for some people." And you know, it's it's a fair thing to say. No,
0: and I think also if you are someone who plays, sort of thirty years into a save, maybe that will spoil the immersion for them a little bit, like not being able to fully think that, oh, that, that could be a real person because they don't look like a real person. Mm. Uh, so I, cu- I can appreciate it from that perspective as well. Um, especially if, like by that point, all real staff are now or real players are no longer in the in the game at all for you, so you are purely just seeing generated character faces.
1: I'm pretty sure I saw this on Twitter as well, and it just it kind of tags on the back of that. Do you think it'd be cool if there was something in the game that It regenerated some club colours like away kits, third kits. So instead of having the same, and it just tweaks it kind of every few years. So then, if you are designing your own kits or getting someone to do them, like the club colours change. So then you can go and get new kits to obviously. And again, it's just making that immersion in the game a little bit more that, you know, it's only, you know, it could just be an inbox item from your, you know, from your PA or whatever. Oh, the club colours are changing now not really simple, but it's again, it's just that uh, it's another bit makes your game unique to you.
0: I mean, we've seen it in real life with Vincent Tan and Cardiff. Yeah. Like, not, not even it, as
1: we, drastic as changing the home, it, but like just the making away the away colours, third colours a, a bit different. Yeah, I, quite you like know, that. I don't know how how easy it is to do, or we you know, we don't claim to know how they make this game, but it's it's again, it's just adding a level of immersion to the game. That
0: as you they- can do it with the editor, yeah. like the in-game editor, you can do that. I would have thought. Let me see it's another thing to then check and it's over you know x number of however many teams are in the database yeah. so it, it's a lot easier than just changing it on the fly for one team yeah
2: but. well their excuse for so that will be lines licensing anyway wouldn't it
1: yeah but you know, it's, it's, it's colors yeah. then the colors aren't licensed are they so it'll well, do, be it, a case it, of like if if team b is you know it's red home blue away green third you know, if you had like an if code, something like that, if it's those colours, the next time it changes, it'll be red home, white away. Well, what they'd have to do is, is
2: is if that was an option, would be, the only thing I was thinking, if you ever change them down the line, the second or third kit or whatever on the home screen, it would reset. Like, you know how for arguments, say you've got championship clubs, you've got the sponsors on. Yeah. If you change a kit, it defaults, it gets rid of the sponsor and everything. Yeah, it's yeah. just the standard playing kit there. Yeah. But it should be an option. But how often does the manager get to pick the color of the kit? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh wow! They don't oh,
2: have okay. to. Uh, that, that that would be their ex, their their response.
0: Okay, let's let's move on. Sorry. Um, dupe. What is your? I mean, imagine my imagine our shock, <laughs> collective shock. What this is going to be?
3: Well, I am repeating myself. Um, because telling you yourself, dupe. I'm echoing myself. Brain, um, I'm I'm gonna make this quick because Dave absolutely dragged that out longer than that those cubes. Um, <laughs> no, skip VAR, but like it's in my eyes, it seems so simple. i I mean, Matt, put your dev head on. Like, how hard is that gonna be? Seriously, it's not exactly. You're speechless. Um, th- look, I think they have in like in, in honestly, they have improved the VAR. Obviously, seeing the, the the goal allowed, he doesn't go to the screen that often, but he's when he still does, it's still annoying. Just let me have a skip VAR button. It's as simple as that. That's all I want. There you they go. That's what only, I just like.
1: They only seem to run to the, the VAR monitor when it's a penalty decision, don't they? Mm. Like the goals and things like that now, it's all very much just quite clean. And I mean, it's quick. a lot
2: quicker now, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It only, only, only
1: seems to be penalties that they run to the monitor for.
3: It seems to be that, oh, we'll go to VAR just to double check that. No, no, he scored. That's fine. And, and like, I mean, last year I got it twice and that excited me. I seem to have it every game now, but it's quick. It's, it's, it's painless. It's when he then trots off to the. To the line and looks at the monitor and oh, it's painful. I just want to skip VR button right. and this is just another option that hey, I have. Every to time you do
0: something like this, you're going to moan about it, aren't correct? It? Yeah, okay. until
3: I get it. Have you yeah,
2: have so. you put it on the feature request?
3: Yeah, twice a week.
0: Oh. Twice
1: a week. <laughs> Me and Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Brocky's blocked
0: him now. That's I have actually.
1: Done. I have actually seen someone else request it on the forum as well. I see he, all so it he's takes. not alone.
3: So yeah. if if you are User with the name me, Louis H yeah. if <laughs> or, or pooed. <laughs> if, you, if you are with me on this march, then and you're listening, go and put it on the uh, go, put it on the feature request. If we all do it, I mean, I don't know how many people listen. If we all did, went and did it, then they would have to listen. It's a lot of people that's getting blocked. That's yeah. the... it wasn't is my it fault. It? Yeah, don't don't
1: tweet Miles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, don't tweet uh, Joe. What is your uh, your bugbear with FM22 so far.
1: Do you know what? The game out of the box has been pretty good. A few little little bits that will be cleaned up out of beta, I'm sure, but very similar to Dupe. and I have, again, I have I've raised this as a feature request. When you get your training inbox review and you get, like, three players that have trained well, you can... There's a button next to the highest one that says Praise Player, and equally the same with Criticise Player, but then... If there's anybody else underneath it, you have to click through like four different clicks to praise or warn them for their, for their training. Just add the buttons in there that you can do it to the people. Why reference them if you then can't interact with them as quickly? And, and again, it's it's just it's the whole thing with how many clicks you have to do things. And it's, it's one of those things that it, it's not a massive issue. But every time I do it, I'm like, they need to put a fucking button in there. <laughs> Quick
2: tangent, are you having any players have like ridiculously good training throughout the season like, my levels, I'm man. an
1: excellent manager yeah.
2: one thing well, I will Rub- say is <laughs> Ruben Neves for me over nines every week it's ridiculous
3: well, one thing I'll say is is uh, again a little tangent but my last year's schedules I just went well they haven't changed much on training I'll just chuck them across absolutely killed my players like killed them they were just wow. no energy whatsoever so I think I might need to tweak them now which is a shame but um, a lot of things do work game from game, but uh, apparently my schedule's down
1: just on that and it's again, it's not a detrimental thing, but where they focused on you know when they were obviously doing the feature releases and it was about like players would tire quickly and they'll make mistakes when they're tired. do you think that they've made the fitness side of the players like made made them obviously get tired quicker because that's a feature so like with with Maybe. your with your training schedules there. Obviously, you're working them hard, and then if you're playing game press in the game, then they're getting tired. They're making mistakes because that's a feature that they've added in that players will make mistakes when they're tired. So they want you to see it more. Yeah, if I was being a cynic.
0: <laughs> well, I've noticed in in some of the uh, the default training schedules that are, are in there, they're they're nowhere near as intensive as they were previously. No. Like that so. there's two sessions a day with a rest, but even then the the most intensive it gets is like the low part of green and then the match practice until you get to match practice or the game.
3: Yeah, because for me, I've, I've especially the systems I've run last year, uh, it's definitely high intensity, high work. And I want my, my team to work the hardest. So I've always put them through. Like even when we got a week off, they are full, full to the brim. All last year, that's what I did. That's how I ran it. Uh, and it worked perfectly for me. So maybe you're right. Yeah, maybe, maybe they're just kind of, Emphasizing it a little bit to go. Look, this is this is the thing. Now, like, this is how it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, your also training not-
1: schedules though were excessive when it. You had like all three sessions were booked out. Yes.
3: Yeah. On that off on that off time, yeah. Mm. But what it did was, is it you know it took us to the top of the hall of fame. So, you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean w- any other that's what I mean by that. From from all
0: of that is from from what Dave said is, I'm not sure who this Ruben Nevers player is. I've been hey. I've gotten used to calling him. <laughs> Uh, uh, I like
3: the Turkish guy at AC Milan, Dave. I only know him as one thing there.
2: Oh, right, yeah. Um, Mad, what, what's yours, mate? Yeah.
4: Uh, mine is mine is everything pertaining to media, press conferences, tunnel interviews. Um, I know you can assign all of it to your assistant, but I, I don't really like assigning too many things to my assistant, number one, because they're usually terrible at their jobs. And number two, I suppose the reason these features are there because they, they they obviously do have an impact, you know, the things that you say. But of course, as we've always said, second from the left, Joe, isn't it? Isn't that what we always say? Yeah, said, um, You know it. I feel like, if, if anything, it's even longer. Like I, I said, I'm at Mallorca. I mean, there's no way anybody's asking the Mallorca manager, you know, nine or 11, like, questions in a media conference and then another seven questions in a total interview. I just don't see it happening. So I would have liked to seen that just chop down Less text, less questions, a bit more streamlined.
1: Because yeah, it takes so much time. And I'm a slow player, as is.
2: I like think, FM touch, lad.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I think <laughs> yeah. as annoying as it is, it's one of those things where you go, if you want to play a game that's based on a simulation of a football manager, they spend yeah. a lot of time with the media. And I think that that's why there is there is so much interaction that way. Um, and again, the reason you don't send your assistant manager is because... <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. Because he's going to dug it they're, up. They're designed well it's probably in there that they will make they will say something incorrect mm. to cause a problem chief cuz
4: chief
0: approaches Send the chief scout instead now i appreciate that i've only really spent 4 hours on day 1 of the save so i've not really come across across, across much myself but the one thing that has bugged me and i think it is a bug as opposed to anything else so hopefully is sorted is when scrolling through um, it's mainly through the player search windows it doesn't maintain its position when you return from oh, at a that. player yeah. so that is slightly frustrating because especially when you get halfway down a pretty long list and all of a sudden you've now got to find your place again um so that's my main bugbear there um let's go on to nice things then to round things off uh david what's your what's your 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 love
2: uh mainly with and i I don't want to dive into it too much because i know somebody else has sort of gone some on the similar path and but for me how the whole transfer structure has evolved and in my opinion improved in terms of negotiations and in particular the transfer windows um i say it as a positive for the game in terms of realism but for me as a manager it was a bit of a nightmare Um, and Matt you probably won't want to hear this with what you said earlier about Leeds but the January transfer window for me was an absolute nightmare because it is like it is in real life nine times out of ten clubs don't want to sell players so one they're not even going to engage with you in negotiations or two if they are they're going to charge you an absolute fortune for anyone so I had a little bit of money to spend with Wolves and the January transfer window was absolutely mad so um, anyone listening to this maybe hasn't hit uh, got to January yet for, for the first time I would use that as a little bit of advice maybe it was just me as a one-off but January was an absolute nightmare in terms of trying to sign players unless you're quite fortunate to find them on a, on a transfer list or a loan list um, but in terms of negotiations everything for me just seems a little bit cleaner a little bit more realistic and uh, yeah a, a really positive change in the game I think
3: My favourite thing Matt is I have reconnected with my father. Uh, I am <laughs> now in love with wingers. Um, I just love the fact that they, they they cross the ball in. They don't potato out, aim it out into the into the middle of the stand, but they 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 cross it in beautifully, and then y- your centre forward rises like a salmon, and the animation where he heads it into the back, so satisfying, so satisfying. Uh, so, yeah, for me, it's uh, it's brought my family closer together, mate.
0: <laughs> You're such a knob. <laughs> I bet you wish I was fucking star. muted
3: now, wouldn't you?
1: <laughs> it's one of them things, isn't it? That's the five-star book that needs to go in that story of yeah. Doop and his dad. No worries. <laughs> it his
3: uncle. Was it his dad? That <laughs> no, was my dad, mate. Yeah, uh, was my dad. Yeah, no. That so, uh, so yeah, was something else. Oh me. Wingers, Matthew. I'm pleased
1: with wingers and their crossing. Excellent. Uh, Joseph your favourite thing, please very very similar it's the animations in this this whole kind of new match day experience um, similar to what Dupes has said obviously with with the crossing it's the anim- like you get the animation of a fullback will kind of back up a winger or whoever it is or see why is he why is he pointing at me
3: he's literally just done it on oh. my save now go on sorry oh.
1: <laughs> mm. um, so but yeah basically you, you'd get a winger will obviously run to the byline and then he'll actually turn around past the ball to a fullback who will then cross the ball in um, <coughs> sorry matt i'm coughing you got something now um you'll get the animation of a goal line clearance is one of my favorite things and that's whether that's for or against i don't even mind because i just love seeing it um i'm just trying to think of other animations i've seen
3: chess control i've seen nutmegs it's, it's just been beautiful goal line clearances what i've seen this year is Corners comes in yeah. they had they it and it's cleared off of the the, the post yeah I've had that a like, few times oh, the... I never used to run right. players on the post but I do now because all the time I see it and it, it it's very satisfying very satisfying because it's very much like real life yet to see these so I'm looking forward
0: to actually well, apart from <laughs> other people's Coming also, watching Best, best, best hurry up, son, because that'll be
1: nerfed soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Mad, what about your positive?
4: Yeah, like, I think, like Joe said, I mean, so much positives. We we were struggling to think of some of the negatives. I know we obviously started with them, but they're small things, as we said, because the whole game, the whole thing is, is definitely far superior um, than the previous years. I absolutely loved the deadline day feature, the new one. Yeah. Um, as somebody who literally has pressed decline in all the past couple of versions where it would like do you want to take part in deadline day decline 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 um usually because you'd have the transfers wrapped up by then or something but um this time i think just because of the save i'm doing because i was on stream we actually ended up under pressure on deadline day and i was shitting a brick because i kept counting down these hours and it was just the whole thing was a little bit chaotic which is great. Um, And we were waiting for it. I was waiting for a transfer confirmation. The fee was agreed and the chief took like three days to um, to 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 kind of like uh, sign the contract, basically. And it came down to like the last couple of hours. And I know I was in a stream. I think it was Clates and he was doing something similar, like, you know, four hours to go trying to get deals over. Great feature, though, like uh, brings a whole extra level to transfers, um, speaking to agents, all that kind of thing. I'm really, really happy with that. So kudos to whoever was behind that feature because it's great.
3: One thing I'd say about that deadline day is uh, when you try and do a deal on deadline day and the first thing they do is, yeah, you can have him, but I want to sign somebody first. And it's just like, (laughs) you know that they're not going to sign anybody. But that seems to be a deadline pattern at the moment. It's cool. Uh, And my
0: one feature that I've come across, which I really like, uh, apart from just the data hub in general, is the fact that, that having the team analysis and performance parts Actually, then marrying up with the player performance, uh, being able to actually understand like previously, I'd have done this using like the squad a squad view or something like that, and almost had to do it manually. Whereas now the the the, the scattergrams or scatter graphs, sorry, uh, they um they make the data a lot more easy to to digest. But I was looking, for example, I was looking at uh, their team like aerial prowess, um and but. It, as a as a team, it's quite generalised. But then I can I can then go into the player portion of that and then break it down to see where exactly aerially we're struggling, whether it's up front or defence, uh, and and so re- you're then able to make better decisions and not try to replace or correct issues that don't exist. Um, but that's my my very niche, but also very nice thing that I I've enjoyed so far. Hopefully, I'll have a few more of those in the in the coming week when I actually get. Get to press buttons like continue. Big up to four still hours. On, still, I must respond. I've not even i have not even spoken to the <laughs> the board or anything yet. They hate me probably. Yeah, I've not even done not even done expectations. Not met the media. Not done anything. I've just been dicking around basically. So i just just terminated a lot of contracts. So I'm I'm making friends basically. Right, oh, there is one other small piece of thing that we have to do, and that is a giveaway that we we ran on our Instagram. Um, if you didn't see it well it's closed now so you're a bloody idiot so you should have entered it (laughs) too bloody late no you cannot win Um, so this week saw the first giveaway of the FM22 cycle over on the Instagram a limited edition Borussia Dortmund Erling Haaland shirt was available to the winner and the winner is drum roll, everyone don't tap your (laughs) desks I will kill you in the edit um Mm -hmm. Callum Fennell or at Callum Fennell ninety nine numbers numbers yeah. Uh, If you're born in ninety nine, yikes! Congratulations, (laughs) Callum. I'm sure I don't know how we how we dealing with the. We'll DM him. We'll DM. There we go. Done. Right. Are we doing a quiz? It's time for the quiz.
4: Okay, cool. I have. I was going to offer you a choice of two quizzes, but uh, one is a bit shorter. So we'll go with that one because uh, this has been a long podcast wise, nice wise choice. Very wise choice. Yes. <laughs> None of you have seen me in person. Uh, the joke's going to be on, well, probably on me because uh, I don't think I'm taller than <laughs> to be fair, i it a probably To be, to be fair, Matt, i will probably get straight over your head. <laughs> Thanks, uh... Chief. Um, okay, cool. So we'll keep it... Um, we're going to keep it okay. in the theme of FM22, so we're going to have our first proper FM22 quiz. Um, very simple theme. Um, rather than kind of shout out the answers, um, I'll go around to you one by one. The theme of this is basically, um, I don't want to say Wonder Kids, but basically I've got the top 10... Players um, under the age of 18, or sorry, under the age of 20, so they're all basically in their teens. Um, and I've got it listed in order of highest to lowest value for the top 10 in game in FM22. Oh, Getting the, the word. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think this is
1: brilliant that Dave has done a video for Squawker on Wonder Kids. I haven't done it Yeah, but it's unknown <laughs> Wonder Kids, so I ain't going to be very good. Yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah. Um, if Dave's done it, he ain't done it, let's be honest. <laughs> not done yet, I will Dave. Just I'll just say this, I've in- just closed the game down. Good. Sure. Fair play, dude. We love the honesty around here.
4: So, um, right, what we'll do is we will basically, uh, I'll open up. I'm going to go around as you are on my screen. We'll start with our own, our own uh, wonder kid here, Dave, as party. <laughs> Seeing as he's uh, got the upper hand. Um, so Dave, just, just, a he's,
1: he's out of it now. He's 24.
4: Yeah. Oh, he's done. He's out of the oh, scouted well, football range. Uh, he would you so ah, wouldn't even be that. <laughs> uh, um,
1: so, Dave, you so, can basically
4: name me a player uh, that you think is in the top ten highest value play uh, players under the age of twenty in FM twenty two.
2: Well, I'll stick with one of my own. Let's go, Fabio Silva.
4: Fabio Excuse Silva Don't is Don't number
0: <laughs> Fabio Silva's number fourteen, Dave. So he's not in the top ten. Oh so no! Matt, is this is this including and under twenty? Or so is it just no, so it's no, it have to be basically nineteen or under. Right, thank you.
4: But I'm glad after four hours you already know the difference between the players that are 20 and 19, man.
0: <laughs> I've, I have no idea. I am going to be <laughs> pathetic at this.
4: So, uh,
3: tr- dupe over to you. Mason Greenwood. In Mason game, Greenwood. When he, starts, it, he
4: should be 19. Number nine on the list. Gets you a point, dupe. He's 19. He t- he's 20, actually. But... <laughs> Joe, over to you.
1: Uh, this this go for
4: Pedri. Up. Pedri, number three on the list, gets a point for Joe.
0: He's 18 at the start of FM 22. Matthew. Um, despite Dupe's transfer, I'm going to go for Camavinga. Camavinga's number four on the list at
4: the
3: age of 18. Ooh, good, you know,
4: I didn't even think of it. Yeah. Shout back to you, David. Ansu Fati. Ansu Fati's number 11 on the list. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What? <laughs> <laughs> nah that's BS
4: yeah oh, just falls outside and unlucky my friend
3: Dupe. Rob oh I'm struggling he's, he's just scrolling on FM scale one sec <laughs> I'm just thinking <laughs> I'm thinking whether Mukoko is going to be expensive enough Uh, I'm going to go with the newly transferred Nuno Mendes for PSG Nuno Mendes is not in the list I have the top 15
4: in front of me and he's nowhere to be found. I'm lucky loop, So we'll head for Joe. Rodrigo. Rodrigo with a Y is not in the list. Why? That's incorrect.
1: Uh, Rodrigo, with an I? He's also not in the list. <laughs> oh,
4: shit. Matthew. We we'll go around one uh, more time, lads, and then I'll open to the floor and I'll throw you some clues if you need them. Players under the age of twenty. Hiva.
0: Yeah, this is this is a struggle. So, I <laughs> this is going to be ridiculous. I have no idea, but I know he's I know he's under twenty. Um, Bazuna was, was it Bazuna or Bazunu? I can't Bezunu, remember.
4: Bazunu Irish goalkeeper. Uh, great shot, yeah. but incorrect. But I'm a big fan. Oh. Dave. <laughs> I, I don't know I'm not sure if he's younger than 20
2: Um, was Saka
4: Saka is not on the list
2: what? I think he might be 20 though No I think what? he's
3: not I think he's 19 I was on Could my list to go for. Value. I'm not sure yeah, He's not on the list yeah.
2: you wanted me up here Madison.
3: <laughs> um, I'll go for Jude Bellingham Number one on the list Is Jude oh. Bellingham Oh what a shout
4: 87 to 100. Coming in clutch there. <laughs> Sacko would have been 19 at the start.
2: How's he not on there?
3: A penalty, Dave. Probably. the one that you missed.
4: Did uh. you me? Yeah. Yes, Joe. Sorry
3: to you.
4: Right, I'll go
1: Barcelona again, Gavi. Gavi's not on the list, Joe. Unfortunately. Good.
0: That's where the, he needs to make stay. <laughs> Matthew. No, I, I'm, I'm tapped out gen genuinely
4: have no yeah. idea, so... No problem. So what we'll do, lads, is... I'm going to open to the floor. So you can shout your name for a guess, or otherwise I will start naming... Dave. Leagues and clubs and nationalities. Dave. Eight Nori. Eight Nori is not in there, I'm afraid. Certainly. Dupe. <laughs> Dupe. Musiala. Musiala, number 10 on the list. 45 I to in last year, Dave.
2: Uh, yeah, well, how's Good Musiala shout, higher Dupe. than Antti
3: Oh, um, uh, what's his surname? Joe. Uh, Joe. Diallo,
1: Man United.
4: He's not in the list, no.
1: Diogo Dalla, yeah. as they
2: would
3: say. No, <laughs> <yeah>. Dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> uh, Florian Uh, Wirtz or Virts or whatever's the uh, by, uh, by Leverkusen. Have you
4: got my list open again? Number five on the list is Florian I Signed him last year, mate.
3: It was. <laughs> I had him. I had him at Bayern Munich.
4: Right, lads, we've got four to go. So, number two on the list recently moved to Germany from Spain. Somebody oh, in this Oh, Dave. P- Dave. Moriba. Moriba is correct. Well done. 75 to 90 million. Number two on the list. Yeah, he's a beast, I think. Number six on the list is the youngest on my list by quite a bit. Dupe. Dupe. Oh. Mukoko. Mukoko is correct. Oh. You convinced yourself not to go, them. Mm. <laughs> Number seven on my list plays in England. He has been racking up quite a lot of FPL points lately, including a clean sheet today, I believe. Having left
0: Chelsea to go out oh, somewhere. No. Oh
3: fuck! I can't remember his doop. fucking oh, name yeah.
0: is. Do not do not It's the the, the Southampton right
3: back. Doop. Three. Yeah, I can't remember his name. doop, Two. I think Joe got him before me too far. Did he? Yeah, uh, I did. He was now when it was dope. Go on, dude. Livermento.
4: Livermento is correct. Is 48 to 58 million. He's big. He's a in this game. Yeah, he's yeah, good
3: player.
4: And the last one on the list is, plays his football in France, but he's from Belgium. Nerd.
3: Nerd.
1: No, he don't play that.
3: <laughs> um, Doku.
4: Yes,
1: indeed. Jeremy, Jeremy
3: it's Gavin Birch on the list. Like is,
4: is Burch, he, he got fifteen. Is number thirteen on the list? It's his quality? Yeah, Harvey Elliott was number twelve. After Ansu oh. Fati was in an eleven, and, and then fifteenth was Facundo Pellistri. Very interesting.
1: Pellistri.
4: Uh, Man United.
3: Yeah.
1: Enjoyed what
3: that. My guess? guess was the old American guy at Dortmund. Where
4: so um, oh, uh, who are you talking about? The American guy. Gio, Gio, Reiner. Reiner. Gio, Gio, Gio oh, Reiner. Reiner He was yeah. in the top twenty, I believe. Yes, indeed. So, scores on the doors: is Joe uh, in fourth on one point, Matt in third on two, no, sorry, Dave in third on one point. That's sorry, d- no, I'm miscounting that. Dave and Joe <laughs> joined third, Matt uh oh, all right, two, all right, and I'm then Dupe had one, now. two, three, four, five, <laughs> point, six points for Dupe. So, Dupe
3: wins the quiz again this evening. Well done, Dupe. That is literally my scouting list of last year. <laughs> sorry, thanks for that. Boy in 31-32 <laughs> seized <laughs> I literally I think I, out of that list, I think I, I managed eight of them last year.
4: So, Dave, I have a sneaky feeling that um Saka may be on the list. But when I I loaded up a vanilla database to get the list, and I think Did I loaded load in, up I loaded up an Arsenal save
3: database.
4: Um, so I, I actually took over Arsenal just because it was the first team in front of me. So maybe the reason oh, he's not in this list
2: is because <laughs> Saka Stop. would have
4: been on the list, surely. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Oh, but it doesn't no. matter. Dupe was oh. out in front, so. I have a
2: go on your save, you know. After this, mate, go on your save, and if he's if he's higher value there, yeah, I, w- <laughs> I want an apology on the go- on the like on, the, on the, the next one. Because <laughs> yep. I would have gone from third to second on that
3: list there. <laughs> yeah, but Dave, what that would have done is that would have give you confidence. Yeah. You see, it muddied oh, yeah, your confidence, there, mate. Head's
0: gone. Anyway, he- we'll head's we'll, head's we'll, gone. we'll bring. Matching. Yeah, we'll bring this episode. 219 to a close. You can find the links for each of us in the podcast description or by visiting five star where this yes. week you'll find a host of FM22 content, a downloadable shortlist for the out of contract players in FM22, uh, role models, um, using specialist roles in FM22. The brilliant, if I do say so myself, I mean I'm reading this off a script, I'm not actually <laughs> saying it myself, but you never mind. A massive head <laughs> Ted Lasso in FM22 guide and the best non-league free agents to sign in FM22 hashtag plugs uh, five star potential is available av- available available on iTunes, Spotify and most of the, po- the podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released every week thank you all for listening there will be more from us next week say goodbye folks the
3: 20 guys. minute part Thanks. goodbye folks.
1: Gosh,